You guys stay in that green bar too? That's messed up. I can give you guys some extra keys that don't work. Probably you can get in at least. Um, it's probably good to avoid the casino. Um, all right, guys, injuries for today. Um, you know, E-Man, all right, obviously, um, will end up going on IR. Jimmy Ward, uh, had a surgery. Um, he's gonna, they have a cast put on it. He should have a chance to play with it in a few weeks, but, uh, we won't know anything until they reevaluate that in about 10 days, see how it is with the cast. Um, Armstead, foot and ankle, he'll be out today. Trent Williams, ankle out. Kinlaw, knee out. Nick Bosa, groin out. Um, Robbie Gold, left knee, um, out. Sampson, um, Achilles, he's out. Croft, um, will be limited with knee. Tarverius Moore, limited with hamstring. Danny Gray, limited with illness. And Aaron Banks, limited with knee. Go ahead. Him, um, Aaron Banks, um, yeah, those two, it's just, um, Tendonitis from the turf. They're still still sore from it. So. Ty Davis Price back in practice. Uh, yes, he is. And any um, sense yet of, of how serious Robbie's knee injury is, whether we keep him out of this weekend? Um, we, we signed a kicker just to be in case of the practice squad, so we'll have that option as the week goes. Um, we'll probably test it out either tomorrow or Friday. Um, and I think I know he's got a chance to play, um, but doesn't feel good enough to go today, so hopefully it'll be better tomorrow. Is the thing with Jimmy Ward, is it more like infection from the surgery, or is it actually like the bone and the healing? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's deciding how the cast fits, he'll, if he'll be able to play football with that and protect himself and be able to perform at a high level, which you're not really, you don't want to try to figure that out a few days after the surgery. you got to do it about at least 10 days, so we'll just see if he's comfortable enough to do it. Uh, no, Eric's Eric's not going to play this Sunday, um, but we're not putting him on IR, IR yet either. Uh, yes, I made the trip. Uh, no, no, no. Eric did not. Um, Kinlaw did. And, and what about Verrett? Any sense yet of um, whether he's going to be able to go on Sunday? No, we base that's how he looks on the practice field, and today will be his first day that we get to watch him since then. Does the experience you had with him in, in 2019, where he played on a couple of plays against the Steelers and yeah, it does. It means you got to test everything out to make sure he's ready. Not just that he's feeling good and says he's good and looking quick. Um, you got to make sure he can do, go through all the routes, see everything in practice, stuff you figure out throughout training camp. But sometimes it's tough on just a um, carded practice. Last year or in 19, I th- we all felt like he was there. And then he got in some situations where you could see he wasn't. So that's what we're trying to not do. How do you feel about that cornerback position going to backups? Uh, compared to a year ago when you had two of your pulling guys in off the street. It just seems like you have better depth there. Oh, yeah, um, much better. I mean, last year that was our biggest worry. We knew how thin we were there, um, just, um, you know, with the rookies and stuff, and then losing Brett that first game was tough. That's why we had to go sign vets right away. Um, we've had the injuries this year, but we had some rookies who got experience last year, and um, we're also bringing a couple of guys, and I like our draft picks too, so got some more depth, which helps. The, the Following up on that, how important was it going back to the offseason to, to get a guy like Mooney Ward to kind of solidify the top of that? And has he surprised you in any way since, since he's been here? Um, I mean, it's what he hoped he could be like. He's been what we hoped for and what we hoped we were 
going and paying for. Um, I think that's so hard in free agency. You know, we've kind of looked at that almost every year. Um, and when you get into free agency, it just, um, you know, it's the money gets so high and stuff. Um, but to see, and his did too, but to see the player with that money, um, we thought it would be worth it. And for him to come and be exactly what we thought um, has been great. Um, but it's always hard to do that. Um, took us a while to be able to do that. But when you do take a swing, you hope you hit. And uh, I really feel like we have. What does he excel so Uh, I, I think I think he's never out of control. Um, you know, he's not a guy who misses very much. He's patient with his hands, patient with his feet. Um, always seems on top of guys and has the speed and length to recover too when he's not. When Ambry, Ambry ended the season, it seemed like playing pretty well, but you know, he, he seems to have been kind of jumped on the depth chart by the Amador and maybe some other people. Where is he at? Why, why hasn't he taken? Um, I mean, I thought he did with his experience last year. It got better as the year went. But just coming back to OTAs, coming back to training camp, um, other guys have passed him up. Um, and he's still he's working hard to get back. I think he's made a lot more progress here in the last three weeks than he did in camp, um, especially with the injuries. Um, opportunities most likely are going to come. Um, but he's got a little more competition this year than last year. Jeff Wilson Jr. is so impressive and how hard he runs is so apparent. What else about his skill set makes him a special player? Um... I mean, I think he doesn't mess around. Um, he knows himself. He puts his foot down and goes forward. Um, you look at that long run that he had um, one, um, versus the Rams and then the one that he had in the first quarter versus uh, Carolina. I mean, he gets a big lane, but a lot of people, they get that big lane and they see that one guy left and they start to stop and set up a really big move to make that guy miss. You don't even see Jeff make a move because he just goes to space and takes it right away and changes the angle of the guy. So um, he plays so fast, hits it so hard, and... Uh, he usually always gets a little bit more than you block it for. You, you, you're not the only coach who called Jeff one of, one of their favorites. What, I mean, beyond the way he plays, what is it about him that uh, makes him kind of... Uh, I think his personality. Uh, just, I think he's a pretty infectious guy. Um, if you guys have been around him, I know you guys have. Just, I think we all feel that way. I, I mean... Our, our wives who've met him feel that way. Like he's just a very positive, upbeat guy that is fun to be around, and he's not a guy who's trying to do that for anyone. He's, he's like that to everybody, and um, so everyone loves him as a person. And then when you watch the the way he plays, combined with his character, uh, he's so inspiring to watch. I think it's I think it's always both. Um, you know, I think a lot of these guys who've come in the league the last few years, and this isn't just this isn't to single him out, but I think it's everyone um, haven't really learned what you got to do in the off season. Everyone for these last four years have been told by everyone you don't get off seasons, whether it was COVID or negotiations or stuff like that. And people think they can just pick up and play football in camp, and it's just not the case. You know, you look at other sports, and um, I mean, I feel like the, the NBA players are done with the. The championship game, and they're playing in the Olympics a couple weeks later. Uh, but always playing pickup ball, baseball players go in the batting cage. You got to play your sport um, where you get rusty at it. What's Trey Lance doing this week, and how does he stay connected when you're on the other side of the country? Uh, it's tough for this week. I mean, he can zoom into our meetings and stuff, so he stays a part of the game plan, but still kind of travel. Just wasn't worth the, the rehab and stuff for his leg. But I think this is the last trip he missed. I think he's able to come with us after this. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, everyone expects um, numbers based off of guys playing well, and it just doesn't always work that way. Uh, B.A.'s been playing really good. I thought he had his best game versus Carolina, um, the second best game the week before. Um, but the ball doesn't always go that way. I mean, it didn't get Debo that much, didn't get um, B.A. that much. I think we ran it 30 times. Um, George got a little bit, but his times will come. When we come to B.A., he's done a hell of a job. He had some opportunities last week that uh, we just didn't get it to him on, um, which would have helped his stats and helped perception. But um, that's all it is to me is really perception. B.A.'s playing his ass off. Can you define that a little bit, like you're saying, when the ball didn't come to him, he did what he had to with his running play. Like what, what made him stand out in your mind? Uh, just what he did on every play, just how he runs his routes, how he blocks, how he's playing football. Um, he's plays – I don't base – whether guys play good or bad off their stats. Um, I, I watch what they do on each play. And, um, I mean, there's games that guys have really good stats, and we announce them MVPs of the game, and sometimes I don't think they had a very good game. Um, so that always just doesn't go to stats. It's about watching the guy play football, and uh, he's playing. He's a very good football player right now. You know, with the kicking game, uh, you had a couple of blocks this year and then a couple of long returns the other day. What's your level of concern there? Is there any common threads you're seeing? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've gotten a block too much, um, which uh, makes it only harder, um, especially this team coming up this week. I think they rushed the um, kicker very well, and when you get those blocked, everyone smells blood in the water. So we obviously got to tighten that up from coaching um, perspective and personnel perspective. Um, those long kickoff returns, um, we, we can't open up our lane containment. I mean, when, when a guy's got outside contain, whether you miss it or not, um, you better turn him back in. Um, but you can't miss it inside and give a whole sideline for them to just run into our kicker. So, um, I've been impressed. I mean, it's kind of what we expect them to do. I mean, Tevin, um, very similar. Um, I mean, they go in and they just they play. You don't know when you're going to get your opportunity. You don't know when you're going to get a good run. It's not like we're calling a screen for whoever, whatever backs in, and he happened to get that, and um, he finishes and scores. And so to get in there twice and just to play hard um, was what we expected. I didn't totally expect that jump ball um, on their nickelback, so that was an unbelievable play, I thought, by him. Um, but I thought we were real fortunate to get Tevin back here how when we did. I'm sure you tried to this last year. What were things that inspired you to trade for Amuhu, and how might he have improved in the past year? Um, we, we knew that he was available, first of all. Uh, he was a guy we liked coming out of college, um, you know, mainly with his length and just the overall talent that we thought he had. Um, and when we knew that he had a chance to get avail- to be available and for the pick we got it, had a chance to get him for, we really didn't hesitate. And since having him here, he's to me, that talent has been apparent. And um, just being with Chris and stuff and getting him in a little bit different scheme, uh, I think he's getting better at it each week. Hi guys, appreciate it. All right, thanks guys.